Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Live on this hump day. What's up? Good morning. Bill Ryder with you. Thanks for being here. Tom DeCelestino is in New York City. As you heard, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Andrew Bogus will be with us in about 30 minutes. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. If you want to get to us, we got a couple ways to do that. They're easy. Don't come down to the station. Don't, don't drive to New York. Don't look for Tom. Don't ask him for directions. Just call us, 855-212-4. Tweeted us, sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Yesterday was Franchise Tag Day. Mike Florio will help us make sense of it in an hour. And... As we told you here on the show, the right move by the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of things happened. A lot of guys got tagged. A lot of deals got done, Daniel Jones included. We'll get to all of it. But Lamar Jackson and the non-exclusive franchise tag that has been placed on him at the deadline, by the deadline yesterday, by his team, the Baltimore Ravens, is the big story and the big news. And I told you yesterday on the program this was the direction it should go. There were three options, transition tag, exclusive franchise tag, non-exclusive franchise tag. The Ravens did it right. They have dared the rest of the league to make a massive offer for Lamar Jackson. And I told you yesterday it was unlikely to happen. Here's the deal. Because of the tag the Ravens have used, they're a young quarterback who's in his mid-20s, who's won an MVP, who's massively talented, I think there's question marks, but who is clearly massively, massively talented, who is by far the best quarterback now available, is allowed, Lamar Jackson, and he represents himself, so he is allowed, he will be out there, presumably, trying to find a deal with other teams. That's part of this arrangement. And if he comes to terms on a deal with another team, but remember, he already got offered, reportedly, a Kyler Murray plus deal in a negotiation with Baltimore. Kyler Murray got, what, $230.5 million and $190 million guaranteed. So according to reporting, could be false, the Ravens already offered Lamar Jackson that deal plus some before last season. So Lamar Jackson's going to try to go out and visit with the teams out there that need a quarterback and see if they can come to an agreement. And if they do, if, say... The commanders, and there's reports the commanders, among others, wouldn't do it. But let's say the commanders gave him a whole bunch of money. Sean Watson got $230 million guaranteed. It sounds like that's what Lamar Jackson wants. Then the Ravens have two choices. They can either match the offer or 
they can say no thanks, good luck, God bless, God speed, stay healthy, have a good time, and get two first-round picks in response. So Lamar Jackson is somewhat of it. He is allowed to go out there and test the market. And I think the Ravens have wisely allowed the market itself, the other 29 NFL teams, to set for them what the price tag for Lamar Jackson should be. And already there's reporting out there that the Falcons aren't going to be in the mix for Lamar Jackson. That the Dolphins, who on paper, right, the cap situation is another deal, but on paper would be interesting, aren't going to be in the mix. That the Panthers aren't going to be in the mix. That the Raiders, who don't have a quarterback, aren't going to be in the mix. And that the Commanders, who I just mentioned, aren't going to be in the mix. And there was some some throwing up of hands and some rolling of eyes and some angst to the heavens from folks as this news came out yesterday. It became clear that the Ravens are basically daring Lamar Jackson to find a better deal somewhere else. And as Lamar Jackson is allowed to go out there and see what the market will pay him. J.J. Watt on Twitter. Why are all these teams so publicly out on Lamar Jackson? An MVP winner is prime and the most important position in the entire NFL. What am I missing here? Robert Griffin III on Twitter yesterday. Lamar Jackson is a unanimous MVP and has led the NFL in passing touchdowns. He's 26 years old. He's 45 and 16 as a starter. And all the QB needy teams are saying they're interested. Don't smell right to me. Let me try to give you what you're smelling. RG3. Let me try to tell you what you're missing, J.J. Watt. There's, I think, several things that are happening at once here. First, and we've discussed this on the show, every quarterback that comes along when it's their time, who has a little bit of leverage to get paid, wants a little bit better deal than the last deal. And that's normally fine. Normally that's okay. It's why at one point Jared Goff made a lot more money than Tom Brady. You just go down the list of guys as they got paid, got more money than whatever guy is clearly superior. But the deal that the Haslamone Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson was an absolute game changer in the National Football League. To guarantee the entirety of a contract, to guarantee a quarter of a billion dollars, it did not sit right with NFL owners and NFL GMs. It didn't reset the market in the perspective of those folks. It broke the market. And it hasn't helped those other teams to stomach the idea of maybe this is the new normal that Deshaun Watson, on his return from the gross and disgusting allegations that were out there against him, played like pure mediocrity. Didn't look sharp. Didn't win a bunch of games. Didn't put up a bunch of points. Threw a bunch of picks. He was mediocre. He was fine. He was okay. He wasn't a $23 million quarterback last year, let alone a $230 million quarterback last year. For a $230 million fully guaranteed deal. But that's not the only guy who has helped to reset the market who have been underwhelming. Kyler Murray's got a $230.5 million deal. It's $46 million on average. And it's right around, I told you, $190 million guaranteed. Kyler Murray, who has the second highest guaranteed money in the game, is... A question mark has gotten people fired in Arizona, has looked like an underwhelming leader, has looked like a unreliable, if talented, quarterback. And if you're keeping track at home, J.J. Watt or RG3, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, if you already have some questions about Lamar Jackson, because as talented as he is, and as much as you threw his resume at the rest of us, he also was underwhelming in the postseason the year that Baltimore was 14-2. He hasn't done a lot to instill a lot of playoff confidence since then. 
And it sure looks from here, if you're wondering what's going on, if you're trying to figure out what you're smelling, like Lamar Jackson gave up on his team at the end of last season in dire, important, must-win football games as some sort of petulant-slash-strategic decision in a negotiation with his team. If the guy isn't reliable when he's playing for his contract, how are you supposed to believe he's going to be reliable when he gets his contract, especially when you can look across the way at Kyler Murray, be like, that guy got paid, and he hasn't been great. And he hasn't been consistent. And they tried to put in that contract for Kyler Murray, a you-probably-should-watch-film clause that they took out because it hurt his feelings. He felt all sad all the time. And then you go to the next guy, who's got the third-most guaranteed money after Sean Watson didn't work. And after Kyler Murray, question mark, but not working, is the one and only Russell Wilson. Remember, that's a $242.5 million deal. Denver gave up 431 first-round draft picks over the next 83 years. That part's not true, but a bunch of assets. And they guaranteed $161 million. And what does Russell Wilson look like he might be? He looks like he might be washed. And if he is, and by the way, washed is a zero. What if he's just okay? What if he's, congratulations, you're Zach Wilson. You're bad Derek Carr. You are still, if you're Denver, locked into that contract. So these are the things the Ravens are trying to figure out. You don't pay a guy for what he's done if you're good at your job running a front office in the National Football League. You pay a guy for what he's going to be. And that level of money in a sport where there's an actual cap, where salaries matter, this isn't the NBA, which has a soft cap. It's not Major League Baseball, where if you just want to spend the money, and way to go, Padres, I like small market teams doing it, or the Yankees or the Mets, you can just spend whatever the hell you want. The math on this isn't just guys trying to get paid. There's only so much of the pie. And however big a piece you take and you give to, say, Lamar Jackson, you can't give to other people. You have to feel like, you have to believe Lamar Jackson is worthy of that money in terms of winning, not in terms of stats. How much have we had a conversation in the last week about the Ravens talking about their lack of receiving ability? and the guys they've drafted. And then Ravens receivers also being all, feeling all the feels, all the, their feelings are hurt, and they complain. There are quarterbacks in the National Football League, and I would absolutely argue this past season that Patrick Mahomes was one of them, who are very successful without receivers, who don't have the same level of receiving talent and still make it work. And if you're going to pay a guy 20 or 30 or 40 or $50 million a year, you're going to need him, that quarterback, to be able to succeed at times with lesser offensive weapons because you can't have everybody. Ask the Packers and the choice they had to make and Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Ask the Dolphins, who were able to pay Tyreek Hill, among others, a bunch of money because they have Tua on a, on a rookie deal. This is, this is the math of the National Football League. So that's part number one. There are just questions about whether Lamar Jackson, not if he's great, but is he worth a Deshaun Watson deal? That's number that's number one. Number two, is anybody worth a Deshaun Watson deal? And this is where we get into the allegations, and I think this is what J.J. Watt and RG3 and others are, are hinting around, the idea of collusion, the idea of every NFL owner saying, we're not paying anybody this kind of money. And while that's certainly conceivable, while that's certainly possible, let, let, me, let me present this to you as a possibility. Because we know, we're, we know from reporting and common sense and just some owners, that the folks who are in charge in the National Football League don't love 
that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson this kind of guaranteed money. It's just not a precedent they want. Not because it's $230 million guaranteed versus 190 for Kyler Murray, whatever the case may be. It's because salaries for quarterbacks are going to go up every single year. That's just the way that it's going to work. And what NFL owners don't want is for the new normal to be every time you have to keep a quarterback, you have to guarantee every ounce, every dollar. You are tied to him forever. Take Daniel Jones' deal. Got paid, got a four-year deal. Congratulations to him. I get why the Giants did it. We'll hit it later in the show. But really, if you get into the math, it appears that they're really committed to him for two years. And that's a big difference in the National Football League. If it works, great. If it doesn't, it's two years, and it was a risk that made sense. So I don't know that the NFL owners called each other when the news came that the franchise tag, non-exclusive, had been placed on Lamar Jackson and said, all right, you guys ready? Operation Collusion. Let's all go. Let's meet at the secret evil villain NFL owner bunker and just make sure none of us offer this guy money. I think more likely, like in any business, over the last year, these guys, a little less than that, sat around and complained about Jimmy Haslam and said things like, oh my God, what is he doing? What a terrible contract. And enjoy the fact that Sean Watson didn't play well. And when this situation popped up, there is a culture and a conversation and understanding from NFL owners that this isn't the way they want to do business. If it were Patrick Mahomes... Somebody would rush in and give the guy $300 million, $300 million guaranteed. They would. They would. If it were Joe Burrow, maybe, or Josh Allen, maybe. But Lamar Jackson is going up against a reality that NFL owners want to push back against with, I think, real question marks about what he can be. We told you this was going to happen yesterday because it's the right move by Baltimore. They couldn't come to an agreement with their quarterback. Now they have till July 17th to do that. They can come to their own deal with Lamar Jackson. But they also had the difficulty of trying to tell a player, rather than an agent, who can filter the message, hey man, you're great, but you're not as great as you think you are, and we can't pay you what you want, which can, which can hurt feelings and make people angry and make people frustrated. This allows the market to tell Lamar Jackson what he's worth. What he's worth. This is capitalism, baby. Maybe it only takes one. Maybe somebody's going to come in and be like, here's 230.00001 million guaranteed. Congratulations. You make $15 more than Deshaun Watson in guaranteed money. You reset the market. And if that happens, the Ravens can still match it. In their own calculations, in their own calculus, it's possible. In their war room, they said, we don't want to pay him that much money. We don't think we have to. But if we do, we will. The Ravens could still match whatever deal somebody offers. What the Ravens did was business. The Godfather's always right. It's not personal. It's strictly business. And it's good business. Someone else can set the market, and the Ravens decide whether it's worth it or not. They can decide when that offer comes in. If they decide that it's too much, if somebody offers $300 million guaranteed, or somebody offers $190 million guaranteed and, and the Ravens think it's not worth it, they're going to get two first-round picks in return. Now, I know, and somebody made this point, I think, yesterday on the show, I'm aware that on paper and theory, the better move if you're going to move on from Lamar Jackson is just to do what the Patriots did years ago with Matt Castle, among other quarterbacks, is just keep him, tag him, have him in there, and then trade him to somebody for a whole bunch of picks. But A... This scenario gives the Ravens a lot more options, right? And B, you can't exclusively tag for $46 million, I think is the number, Lamar Jackson, force him under contract, and then trade him to somebody else 
if you're not sure what the market will pay him. Because Lamar Jackson's not going to say, I'll take half the money to go play for the Raiders, thanks. So this is, in the difficult chess match, that is the Ravens' decision-making, the right call. And let me end here, too. This reminds me when, when there was a strike in baseball and I rolled my eyes. I'm on the side of the owners. I'm on the side of the players. I'm billionaires arguing with millionaires. They're, please stop crying poverty, okay? I'm not interested in, in the conversation in either direction. Lamar Jackson's way past trying to feed his family, and NFL owners are, are now feeding their families for like seven generations. Everyone's going to be okay in this situation. People that work at the plant in Dubuque, Iowa, which doesn't exist anymore, but that did, and were making forty-five grand a year trying to send their kids to college, and the plant closed, and there's only so many jobs at Target and Walmart now, that's people trying to feed their family. So please just spare me the, this is a guy just trying to feed his family. No, he's not. But go get your money. That's awesome. But the Ravens get to do the same thing, and they made the right decision. I wouldn't guarantee that kind of money for Lamar Jackson. I'm skeptical, but unsure whether he can have massive postseason success based on what I've seen. The National Football League does not want the model to be what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson, so it makes sense people aren't leaping at the opportunity. And I do think that there's a bit of a concern if you can't make it work in Baltimore, where are you going to make it work? That's a hell of a culture. It's a hell of a coach. You think you're going to bring him into the commanders and it's going to work? It's not. The Ravens being smart. And Lamar Jackson, who, who drove a hard bargain, is now going to find out whether he's worth what he thinks he is. I don't think he is. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. All right, I'm going to get the guys' take. Maybe they have a different view. Maybe Diesel or Bogish see in Lamar Jackson what he is, a talented quarterback, knowing that there aren't many out there, knowing we're in a world where Geno Smith gets three years, $105 million, and Daniel Jones gets four years. I don't even know what he's making, $130 million? I'm not even sure. It's absurd. It's $80 million guaranteed, I think. 160, D-Cell tells me, with a look of horror. In that market, maybe Lamar Jackson's, you know, maybe you go get him. The guys will give their perspective. And um, a, whole bunch of, a whole bunch of people, including the owner of the Jets, got on a plane and, and, and flew to California, my state, where I'm living, to try and woo Aaron Rodgers. What happens when you fall in love and try to woo the wrong person? That also coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. By the way, coming up on the show, NBA Power Rankings, Mike Florio. We've got by sell, Charles Barkley. I think sets the record straight with some candor about Kendrick Perkins' ridiculousness. Joe Mixon's story that isn't a surprise, but should be a warning for John Morant and the people close to him, a bunch of stuff that we'll we'll get into. Andrew Bogus is here. Hi, Andrew Bogus. Good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Hey, guys. Good morning to all of you. I just found out that I'm going to spend, starting in two weeks, I'm going to spend three of the next, I'm trying to do the math here, Three of the next eight weeks in New York City. How are we looking weather-wise? Uh, when's the first time you're going to be here? Two weeks from yesterday. Two days ago. Two weeks. I'll be midway through a week. Yeah, I mean, hopefully by then we're angling towards some good weather. But March has become a weird month here now. Like, March is a okay. weird little last punch of winter. Bogus is trying punch? to be nice. He's trying to be nice. We got snow yesterday, Bill. I mean, a tiny you guys bit. got snow a yesterday. A little bit. Oh, I mean, there was accumulation in uh, my, my my part of New Jersey. Real snow. So I might be bringing a jacket. Might be bringing a little winter jacket. Oh, yeah. It was in the 20s this morning. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Not going to franchise tag the weather. Oh, see oh, what I, I did you, there? I did. Well, it was a bad transition. Um. I like it, Andrew. I, I like the Ravens' decision-making here, and I, I would not offer you know, a, a Deshaun Watson-level deal if I were a, another team. How, how, where, where do you come down on the Lamar Jackson tag and all the all the inputs that, that result? Yeah, I mean, it certainly makes sense if he is clinging to this idea of a fully guaranteed contract, which really should have never been a thing in the NFL until the Browns gave in to Deshaun Watson. If that's what he wants, then why not take the risk of letting somebody give it to him? And then if you have to match it, you match it. Like, you you always can end up with Lamar Jackson, even if, like, worst-case scenario happens and some idiot somewhere else in the NFL goes, yeah, five years, 200 mil, all guaranteed, let's do that. Like, you can still go, all right, he's good enough, I'm going to keep him. Or you can take two first-round picks and reset. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that but like I the idea of making him see that what he wants doesn't exist anywhere is a gamble at it I that's worth taking in my book. Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page. Tom, you want to be um Mr. Contrarian here? No, I'm not going to do it. It's a good business move by the Ravens. Look, if it if it comes out where Lamar Jackson has already played his last game for Baltimore cuz he won't play on the franchise tag, maybe it comes down to that. But sometimes in business, you have to make difficult decisions. I think they wanted a long-term deal with Lamar. I truly believe they want him as their quarterback years and years down the line. You can't make a business decision based on emotion, though. And the Ravens, I think, made the only play that that they could have. All right, so Falcons, reportedly Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Commanders, Raiders are out. On Lamar, let's say that's true. Maybe it's not true. Who else is the? If, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, are you guys down? Hey, Jet, 
resident Jets fan? Not a fully guaranteed deal. I mean, I don't know why the Jets would want to do a contract that Baltimore doesn't want to do. Um, are they that desperate to win? Maybe, maybe they are. I don't really know where Lamar's going if those reported teams who say they're out are actually out. Yeah, who else is out there, Bogus? I mean, I, I Washington has been mentioned. Yeah, they're on the they're on the no list supposedly. I mean, yeah, but then I saw that Indy, you know, that's still Dan Snyder for now, right? And you know, if you want to believe that, what's his name, Sam Howell's the next guy. Like this to me is the more important thing now. Is not Baltimore's handling of it? Is the rest of the NFL going? I'm good. Immediately after this news came out yesterday, it's just not. Right. I mean, people. People lie, by the way. Like it's, it can be negotiated. Oh, sure. I mean, it, it's a different scenario because I guess you don't want to be in a bidding war with another team in this kind of a spot. Who who made the point, Diesel? Because you brought it to me. Was it Florio? Uh, that Florio yesterday. Dan Snyder just to screw the NFL could just on the way out offer the guy four hundred million guaranteed yeah. and then sell the team. Um. All right. On on other quarterback news, and Daniel Jones also. Came to a four-year deal with the Giants. Congratulations to him. He he, he got paid. Apparently, reportedly, the J- Jets brass, including the owner, got on a plane. I bet it was a fancy one. I've been on a fancy private jet, but I bet it was fancy. Flew all the way here to California to woo Aaron Rodgers. Now, there's a lot to unpack here, but I thought about this today, and I wanted to ask each of you because you live in New York. How would Aaron? How would the media interaction with Aaron Rodgers? Not to be disrespectful to the media folks in Green Bay, because I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. And, and I'm from that part of the country. But there are some markets that are pretty easy. And there are some big markets. Miami's so easy on there. Right? But some markets, Chicago, Boston, I, I presume Dallas haven't worked there. New York are, are not easy. Are not Green Bay, Wisconsin. Are not going to be, you know, if Aaron Rodgers thinks the media was hard on him in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, doesn't he have another thing coming if he arrives in New York City with his Aaron Rodgers-isms? I think it all depends on whether he wins or not. I think it could get really, really ugly if he were to sign with the Jets and they get off to a start like Green Bay got off to last year, four and eight. Then I think that it, you know the train comes off the rails there. If he wins, I don't. I I think winning would cure all in New York. I really do. It's an organization who's starving, starving for a winner. Yeah, I I know that we've had the. Rogers versus Carr conversation, and there was or it was logic to paying less to have Derek Carr. But if you can get Aaron Rodgers and you're the Jets, you have to get Aaron Rodgers. Like that, you just you have to do this. And if it's a if it's a fireball by November, so be it. But you can't back out of Aaron Rodgers talks now. Which, by the way, they seem I like agree. the only team interested. But I'm just but I'm just curious. Like, will Aaron Rodgers? self-destruct around that New York media, or is that overstated? Because no, he is he is possible. real sensitive. Absolutely. Absolutely it could happen. It could happen quick. I mean, how dare the Green Bay Gazette ask me about my interception? I mean, good luck with the New York media, man. Yeah, but again, let's do it. Let's roll the dice. You're to- you're totally in. Yeah, I mean, part of me thinks that I, I get it. You know, I-, I still don't know in all of this his nonsense. Like, clearly, he he believes things that we don't agree with, or we don't believe in, or we think are 
you know, not, he's not taking ayahuasca for fun. But, Speak for yourself, darkness retreat. I'm in. But Do part of week. this does seem like performance art, right? Like this is him just trying to, you know, dare them to get rid of him, force his way out, push his way out, campaign for better wide receivers. Like if he he's not going to become a perfect soldier, a quiet guy, he's not going to be, you know, completely happy with the Jets. But like part of me wonders if some of this stuff will just kind of fade to black a little bit when he gets here because he knows what the situation is and he knows the rules are different here than they are in Wisconsin. So I understand what you're saying that you have to do it if you're the Jets. I'm just going to slightly push back on that because I don't know what the price is yet. It's not as if Aaron Rodgers just gets to come for free. He finagled. He's a smart guy. He created all kinds of drama the last couple of years in the offseason. Got a contract extension that he wasn't owed, and now reportedly has this massive deal this year with a, a Packers team that reportedly doesn't want him there and didn't need to have him if they hadn't given this extension to keep him happy. So there's a there's a price that has to come back in return. And are you, if you're the Jets, and I'm assuming the price is massive given what we saw, despite Aaron Rodgers' age, given what we saw for Russell Wilson, are you sure, I don't know what the price is, but if it's a whole bunch of picks, are we sure it's worth it for a fairly unreliable guy in terms of just wanting to play football in an AFC picture where you can drop him out of the Jets, and I think they're really, really good, but do I think that they're better than the Bengals and certainly not the Chiefs and there's Buffalo? I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a sure thing successful ending. Why, you know what? And a worthwhile gamble. I'll go out on a limb and I'll tell you right now, if they get Aaron Rodgers, they're the best team in the AFC East. Oh, oh, I thought you said the AFC. No, they're the best in the division. I mean, they're the best team in the division if they have Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. So what? No, but, that, that's the, but, but the, you're talking about the value for the Jets. The value for the Jets is becoming better than the Bills. You're going to trade away, and I'm not sure that they are, but you're going to trade. Like, doesn't it have to be, doesn't it have to be a Russell Wilson-style deal? No, because Russell Wilson wasn't bringing with him that contract, whatever it re- was reworked into. Like, Russell Wilson, so that, that, this is going to be different. But I, saw people I mean, in terms of the assets that have I, to go. No, I know. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. The price. I, I saw people pegging the price as not even a first-round pick because his contract that's is so ridiculous. I mean, look, if you're getting him for a second-round pick, sure. But And I guess if Green Bay doesn't want him, the price goes down. But, Tom, I, if I'm the Packers, I'm just like, my thing is Aaron Rodgers strong-armed me into this deal. I'm not just turning Aaron Rodgers over to the Jets for free. I'm driving the price up. It's at least two first-round picks. And, and maybe Bogus is right, but I, I don't think we're at that level yet where they're going to get away with not even one first-round pick. But I would trade this year's first round for him. Do you think – that's interesting. you think they're better than the Bills if, if, he, if he lands? Because he also – we've seen so many quarterbacks get old super fast. Yeah. And, and I think Tom Brady in some ways – made us a little immune to that reality. I, maybe maybe he's going to be great next year, but he wasn't he was good last year in Green Bay. He was really but he wasn't he wasn't the same. Yeah, the issue is he maybe only makes him the best in the division for next season. You're not trading right. for you know even like so if we're it's not apples to apples, but as we're talking about Lamar Jackson's availability, Lamar could make him the best in the division for the next 5 years. Rodgers does not accomplish that. He puts them in my book slightly ahead of a Bills team that has some holes, has some roster decisions, 
has some age yeah, going against right. them as well on defense. Yep. So the so part of my me saying this is the Bills coming back and the Jets going forward with Rodgers, but that's maybe only a one-year thing. I do think the Bills take a step back. All right, soccer comparison. In soccer, as as soccer, as, as Tom and Diesel know, there's expected goals, X, little X, big G. And it's just a stat, Tom, for over the course of the 90 minutes, as you know how long a soccer, soccer match is, how many expected goals, right? What? Who has an expected championship return over the next five years? The Jets with Aaron Rodgers for a year or two, or the Jets with Lamar Jackson for five years? It's Lamar Jackson for five years. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I might go Aaron Rodgers, even though I, I'm sort of skeptical in both cases. I mean, we you we watched the dude play last year. He's not the same guy. Like, do, are, do the Jets have more weapons than Green Bay had last year? Yes. Will he improve? Yes. I'm not even sure I'm with Bogus that they're automatically better than the Bills right away. Like, I... I think a lot of things would have to go right for the Jets to be a real contender with Aaron Rodgers next season. See, I think it's the yeah, usual things. Sure. They can run the football. They need to get healthy on the offensive line. Sauce Gardner needs to get even better. Garrett Wilson and Rodgers need to have immediate um, have immediate chemistry. But they've got talent. They're, they are absolutely better offensive weapon, better receivers than Green Bay. Bryce Hall may be a wash with Aaron Jones and their run game, probably maybe even better with that offensive line. And their defense has Sauce Gardner and Quinn and Williams theoretically, and so like I, I, it's not by a lot, but they become they're right there neck and neck, if not ahead of the Bills, if they put them on that roster. Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay for Rodgers. I think both MVP seasons, if I remember that right. I think both MVP seasons. Which, by the way, is is Rodgers looking at Nathaniel Hackett? Lee? Uh, Hackett any differently after his stint in Denver? Like, is he the I mean, same reportedly dude to they him? Really like each other? Uh, yeah, I think they really, I think they really like. It. If anything, it probably is nice for Rodgers. Brings uh, Hackett down a peg so he can control him even more. That was unfair, <laughs> but also I think it's true. I I'll, I'll say this: I don't think the Jets make it out of the second round of the playoffs with, with Aaron Rodgers next year. I mean, who knows? These things change rapidly and sometimes markedly in the NFL. But the Bengals are better. The Chiefs are better. The Bills are a coin flip in a post in a playoff game. All right. So your team, Aaron Rodgers. Would you rather have Rodgers or Brady next year? You'd rather have Rodgers, right? You're asking me. Yeah. From a football standpoint, yes. And football, even, not I. Not you hate Tom Brady. Yeah, and you know, even if the price is a one this year and a one next year, I'm still not. I'm still doing that. And I don't know so how you. You'd pass on. So let's say that Aaron Rodgers is just playing games. Yeah. They don't get him. You're the Jets. Do you at least kick the tires on Lamar? Um, you have to, right? You have to. Yeah, you have to. But I, again, I don't like what we don't know is how stubborn he's being on this fully guaranteed contract. Like, I, right. if I'm not going to budge off of that, and he's not going to budge off of that, then what are we doing? I mean, I think in order to, I don't know anything, but my speculation would be in order to get Lamar Jackson, in order to make an offer where there's a chance the Ravens say to hell with it, no. I think you have to go at least $230 million guaranteed. I think you have to at least go Deshaun Watson's number. Is my is just a, a straight guess. And how long is Deshaun's contract? I don't remember the top five of my head. Five years. Five years. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. Tom's if you, you know, short-term guarantee the same annual value... But, like, is Lamar going to do that? 
Yeah, forty six million a year or whatever the rank. I mean, that's if he want. Here's the thing: if he wants, you know, fifty million a year for if he wants two fifty or he wants two sixty guaranteed, right? F- five years and and fifty or fifty two or fifty, whatever the number is. And and I'm not a cap expert. So like, there's also like cap rate. Like as you look at the numbers, the cap becomes a huge part of it. I just here's the other thing about Lamar Jackson. Like he's so good. I am. Let's say Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were super happy and they loved each other and he got his deal. Like guys can be worthy of their money and still, I think, be question marks in terms of success. I'm not a big Dak Prescott guy. I understand why the Cowboys paid him. I'm not a big Kyler Murray guy. Even in retrospect, I understand why the Arizona paid him. I understand why you, you'd want to get a deal done with Lamar Jackson. But I don't feel a lot of confidence in Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, to take you all the way through 17 games and then to win several more. I just don't. I haven't seen it. He hasn't been great in the playoffs. The AFC, and I guess, I guess like he's better than Baker Mayfield or whatever, you know, sludge is out there. But Yeah, I mean, again, if... If the issue wasn't fully guaranteed deal, I'll give Baltimore two first-round picks for him. Right. Absolutely. Is he a top – I asked this of D-Cell. Is, is, is Lamar Jackson a top-five quarterback in the NFL? No. Is he a top-seven quarterback in the NFL? Uh, I'd have to make a new list, but we're en- he's entering the territory there. So it's like, in, in some order, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Herbert. I think Rodgers. Herbert. Yeah, Rodgers is interesting because, yeah, are we judging this off of what he is right now, or are we relying too much on his resume to put him? But like, so like, I think Lamar lives in an area where he's like five to ten. And Hot that take, to me, I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence. But I mean, Lamar Jackson won an MVP though. I know. Well, so, yeah, but like at some point, so is Russell Westbrook, and he's got one more playoff win than Trevor. Trevor, or excuse me, they're they're tied with playoff wins after this season. Right, and Trevor was terrible in the playoff game for a half and then was 100%. let off the hook. So, yeah, we'll do it. He's pretty good in the other half, though. Right, but I mean, so like, it just shows you he's done what Lamar did. Like, he, he had one bad half, a one terrible half. He should have any other time that game is over. They don't Jalen recover. Quarterback. And Trevor Lawrence, we're talking about how bad he was in the, play, in the postseason. All right, hot take alert. I hate that term. I'd rather have Justin Fields than Lamar Jackson, given the you number can't. I'm paying Justin Fields. Given the number... As opposed to paying Lamar fifty million a year, look at all the teams winning Super Bowls on rookie contracts. You can't. I'm not saying that he's better, but oh, you can. No, if the if the well, Ravens con- if the Ravens called you right now and said we'll take a one and Fields for Lamar, again putting aside the Hell contract no. stuff, and yes. I got no, yes, no, nope. Lamar Jackson is what you NFC think Justin Fields could be. You think Justin yeah, but Fields I don't want to pay him $50 million. Lamar Jackson. Now you'd have Lamar We're Jackson. We're going to grind him up. We're going to grind him up on his rookie deal. We'll see where he's at. No, you can't do the quarterback. Then we'll franchise tag him. Then we'll draft somebody else. All right. Who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, where do you think the Knicks are in power rankings? Because one of my colleagues had questions. them at one. It's really late. <laughs> one, of my Knicks had a, one of my colleagues had the Knicks at one in the power rankings. In New York basketball teams? I know. I'm not going to call out <laughs> Colin Ward-Henninger, but come on, Colin. I mean, Colin. come on, Colin. I don't even know who you are, Colin. Come on. What are you, BT? <laughs> not, even Julius, not even BT would do that. No. And he's got Julius Randle at this point pretty well. But it's, come on. All right. We have a <sighs> different 
I would argue more rational, but whatever. They're not even the best Reasonable. team in the East still, even on a nine-game no, win streak. The Bucks have won eighteen of nineteen. What are we doing? That's what I. That's what I said to Tom. He's Hoop. got him ahead of the Suns. Hey, we're hoopier than him at least. Hoopier than everybody. NBA Power Rankings, the 32nd version, after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. If you want to get mad at me on Twitter and then have me get mad at you in response because you don't know how to listen to things, Sports Writer. Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. You're an idiot. Okay, man. Good talk. Let's do, let's do NBA Power Rankings very quickly. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NBA Power Rankings. Number five. Give me the Sixers, man. Are they going to break your heart and disappoint with their lackluster defense and Doc Rivers' tendency to fall absolutely apart in the postseason? Probably. But right now, I like this basketball team, and the highs to me look like a, a, a squad capable of beating anybody, or at least competing with anybody. Embiid is such a stud, such a star, probably going to finish second in the MVP voting for the third straight year. Don't sleep on the Sixers. Number four. What's up, Denver Nuggets? Can't get any love. Always top of the Western Conference. Have soon-to-be three-time MVP. Got some depth now. MPJ's healthy. Jamal Murray's healthy. You're well-coached. You guys are real good. Just don't think you're making the NBA Finals this year. Number three. Can we all chill on the Boston Celtics? Diesel asked me the other day, do you think Boston sucks now? He actually didn't ask anything of the kind. But I just want to make a point. There are people out there who would say something like that. All right, they lost a few games. Tatum's been hurt. We had this stretch with Milwaukee, too, and I said, calm down. They'll be fine. There are two elite teams in the Eastern Conference. One of them is the Boston Celtics. They made the finals last year. They're better than they were last year. I love the Malcolm Brogdon piece of that team. Boston is still an exceptional basketball team. Number two. I mean, the Phoenix Suns, man. Have you seen these guys with Durant? They haven't even figured it out together. 
They haven't figured out how to implement DeAndre Ayton more efficiently into the offense. Chris Paul still hasn't remembered how to shoot, and it still doesn't matter. And they're going to figure one of the two out, maybe both. Phoenix would be the team, man, even though Durant's been there for 30 seconds, if it wasn't for... Number one. Told you, Milwaukee Bucks. On the old Twitter, sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R, stole this from Will Brinson, pegged all my stupid predictions for the NBA year. A lot of them are wrong. The Bucks being the best team in the NBA ain't ain't, ain't one of those mistakes. They've won, I can't even, is it 17 of 18 now, Tom? 18 of 19? Whatever. They've won a lot of games in a row. Giannis is so incredible. They've already won an NBA championship, so they've got that pedigree. These guys are legit. Best team in the NBA. Honorable mention. I'll give you some New York Knicks, man. I'll give you some Knicks. Here's the weird thing about New York, given the fact that Tom Thibodeau is their coach. They're really good offensively. That's weird. And they're mediocre defensively. Look, I, Brunson's been great, Randall's been great, and, and, and a bunch of Knicks fans are mad at me because for New Yorkers, the most sensitive. Man, New Yorkers are really sensitive about things. We're tough! How dare you say we're not? It's kind of the whole vibe sometimes. All right, I get it. It's cool. My mom's from there. I understand. She's an emotional person, too. You guys don't play a lot of defense, and I don't trust Brunson and Randall in the playoffs. So, uh, no, you're not going to win an NBA championship. We're not haters. Give me a break. All right, we're done. That was a, that was a fast one, Tom. Quick version of NBA Power Rankings this week. Did that baby in the Knicks of time is what I did right there is what that was. <laughs> See, this is why I'm not on Twitter because I can't stand people being like, you're, you're the idiot. You don't know anything about Like, dude, shut up. I got enough stuff wrong. Just, just come at me for that stuff. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Get in your feelings. Go get in your feelings with your shrink. I'm not here for that. I guess I can't. You know what? I take it back. Get on the couch rather than you. Everything's great. Rainbows, Puppy Dogs, and Mike Florio next on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.